1: It's 9 o'clock. Morning Lone Star has started. <laughs> it is June, sheep. J- June 28th. It's going to be a beautiful day here in Montgomery County. Indeed. Welcome welcome to Morning's Lone Star brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, broadcasting live from the Lone Star Community Radio Studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Feel free to join us online at IRLoneStar.com or watch us on Facebook and also YouTube. And Tina, thank you for the heads up and the, the congratulations on a good show yesterday. She just said that on thank you. YouTube Live. Thank you. Was that our Thanks, Tina.
2: Tina? Wasn't it Tina's birthday? I think we forgot to say well, we And Misty,
1: morning. Th- morning to Misty. She's, she just well, typed morning, it on Misty. Facebook.
2: You know, uh, there was actually a court ruling about uh, the copywritten nature of the song Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday. Yeah, yeah
1: well, well, Whose th- birthday is it? Where, why are we saying
2: that? I believe it was Tina's birthday the other day oh what and we, yeah we never well sang happy birthday to you know yeah. well we, we can legally sing it now on oh. the air the court ruled that it became so popular that to the question maintain is, a copyright on that it, was
1: it. never the question the question is do you really want to hear us sing happy birthday do we care yeah i, I, mean, I mean
2: truly do we care but uh but, but yeah. sing this in the key of m mm. don't worry
1: we are here and we're going to hear here tomorrow too we do have a special guest we have american psychos is a band we're not, we're not actually having psychos in the in the studio, but uh, we have the American Psychos in the studio band uh, later today, this morning. So between now and 11, of course. And then uh, outside that, it's just us chatting for a bit. So, Sean, how are you doing since yesterday? I know we missed you at Trivia 9 at Pacific Yardhouse. Apparently Eat, you didn't drink. me. Oh, no. They were worried. It was really funny. Like The whole table was like, since Sean's not here, because apparently you just answer everything and no one does anything else.
2: I ask others, is like yes, no. I'm, this is a guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm
1: just saying. Just and I, you know what I did? I did it as a team effort. It is a team and, effort. And everyone joined in. And I knew the odd, obscure ones. Holly knew the medical stuff. Leo knew stuff. Jason knew stuff. I mean, oh, if, Dennis if, knew stuff. If you don't mind, I'd Carly knew stuff. I
2: still like to tag. Oh, we'll see if we hit six. You, you can't have more than six at the table. Not even if they're not on the team.
1: I'll just kick Holly off.
2: Well, no, she knew the medical stuff.
1: We we'll just kick her off. She's she's the
2: shortest one. Well, we should have just hidden her under the table yeah. and then whispered. She would have been fine. <laughs> Hold on, let me drop this. But yeah, you in. missed it out. You missed out on it. I know. I so. feel bad, and especially when you said you're only one point away from being number one. It's like maybe I could have provided that singular point.
1: Yeah, maybe.
2: I could have skyped in. I should have brought the you know the segue with a iPad, uh, avatar. But I'm so sorry that I. Uh, I you should that. be you should well be. I, if, if you'll have me I'd like to tag in next next yeah well there's also
1: week. one over at Southern Star brewery so oh
2: okay
1: uh, if you really want to hit that trivia up not just on Wednesdays but uh there was what was great was there was a crowd there that kept shouting out the answers who weren't playing
2: oh that's no you can't be doing and that, that
1: and that guy was trying to be as nice as possible without being like hey shut up No,
2: I would have been hey shut up hey thank you and Conor coffee has just brought us in. Yeah, our friends. morning coffee, so American psychos, if you're not caffeinated enough, know that when you come well, in— Well, once 12 years old, so I don't
1: know. <laughs> Dude. And I, heard, and I heard they were Mormons. So I, I, I,
2: I went straight from mother's milk to community coffee. You well, know. you
1: did tea, right? What do they drink in uh, Japan? That's like—they they do coffee or is it split coffee tea? Uh, uh, Japan
2: is, is green tea. There was coffee, but it was tend to t- be soy-based coffee. Everything in Japan was soy-based back in the 70s. So we'd go, when we moved on the Navy base, because the first two years we were, it's called in-country. We we're in this town called Higashizushi. So if, in order for me to go to school or whatever, I'd have to hop on a train and go to the Navy base. Uh, after a few a couple of years uh, off the base, we moved on the base. And there was a commissary, so we had, you know, American stuff there, coffee. Uh, and then in England, England was pretty much tea-based, but there was coffee. But in England, there's a lot of chicory with the coffee. And so I d- developed this flavor for chicory love I don't know what chicory is. chicory is a root that that can emulate coffee it's it's heavy in um uh, new orleans type coffee if you go to beignet place and get their kind of coffee how it's got this kind of really tangy good flavor okay. to it that's chicory you're so
1: cultured i'm tr- so glad you're here oh it's
2: good to be with you yeah you know, i'm feeling the warm fuzzies now there
1: we go
3: yeah
1: well uh, again like i said we're gonna have the american psychos in they're gonna be in around 10 o'clock today so we're gonna be here for the first hour. If you have any comments, questions, or whatever during the show, if you're listening to the podcast of the show, you always reach out to us on our social media and uh, live on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. So let's get the show started with some traffic and weather. <laughs>
2: All right, that's the that's the, that's the traffic. Uh... Baby, beep beep. <laughs> beep me beep. Crash, crash, gunshots. I, I, we need to find we'll, the old. We'll uh...
1: do we'll do a whole war scenario. It's like welcome to traffic. <laughs> welcome. to
2: <laughs> or we could do the all old right. speed racer theme song. Uh, dun, dun,
1: dun. Yeah, I guess we could. Uh, traffic conditions in the Montgomery County area. Looking around, I'm not seeing really any issues at all, which is very nice. Uh, if you're gonna be headed, have you hit Houston,
2: refresh on your browser? Because no, I mean, I don't, uh, if
1: you're heading to Houston. You're gonna run into some major trouble right there at the 610 South 45. Right there, outside that, you're gonna pretty much be in traffic all the way inside the loop. In Houston, if you're heading northbound towards Centerville, everything's looking good. Highway 59, same story. So there you go. Boom. Done.
2: Oh, yeah. Weather, whatever I said yesterday, is pretty much the exact same today. 83 degrees right now, going up to 93. Low tonight will be 75. Partly cloudy all day and all night. Only a 10% chance of rain. The official Lone Star weather tree outside lets me know the wind's coming out of the south at seven miles an hour. Humidity is 84%. Already feels like ninety-two. So, yeah, going to be another hot, muggy one. Now, tomorrow, thunderstorms may be in the forecast. But Saturday and Sunday, partly cloudy, highs in the mid-90s, so... Um, yeah, I'm in the debacle of managing in a yard now
1: where we don't have... We had to, like, water our own yard. Oh, yeah, that's right. Since we moved. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's one of those things where I've read that it's if it rains an inch, you're good for a day or two. Am I, I wrong about that?
2: No, actually, believe it or not, I just wrote this this in-depth article oh, okay. for an online publication.
1: Oh, yeah, one of my things I do. It's, in yeah, it's, it's so great. I do it under a pen name of uh, something else.
2: Well, my pen name. You know, if I write too much stuff under my own name, like when I was a magazine editor, sometimes I'd have to write articles, but I didn't want it to be because I was the editor as well. Because you wanted to lie to people. Yeah, I did. So it was Ian. Fake Ger- news. If you've ever. If Are you the, telling me you're fake news? You betcha. If, uh, so if I've ever, if you've ever read anything written by Ian Garrett, I'm your Huckleberry.
1: Uh, uh, Mark Twain was mine, but that was a long time yeah. ago. Mark Twain's that, real name was. That was a long time ago. Anyone?
2: I don't know. Samuel Clemens. We're not playing trivia, man. Samuel. Cle- yeah. See, I was there. Uh, that if was asked last night. I would have gotten it. We would have gotten first. So I feel so bad. Leo, Jason, Carly, Dennis, uh, Dick, Holly. Anyone? On that team, I'm so sorry I wasn't there last night. Uh, Mrs. Skippy down with a stomach bug, and I was just kind of feeling, you know, I need to be home and do some work and take care of the loved ones. So there you go. But um, I just (laughs) lost my train of thought.
1: But, yeah, no, we're we're trying to balance the water deal – and oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm getting a rain gauge and I was like, looking online, there's like twenty dollar rain gauges like, isn't this thing just, just that just collects water?
2: It's just a test tube in the ground. Just, yeah, just I, dig a little hole in the and ground I, and put yeah. a test tube well, in there well, no, or was a beaker.
1: Like, So I got a coffee can and I just <laughs> measure. I put a I just measured it and just put it on the secured it on the fence. I'm like, let's hope this works.
2: But when it comes to watering and that that's where I was going off uh wrote an a rodent small
1: coffee can, not like a really big one. You're right.
2: No, the urn size, mm-hmm. like where my ashes yeah. are gonna go in. Is that the size of coffee can? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I probably won't leave a lot of ashes behind. So. Oh, I thought
1: we were just leaving it in the fire.
2: No, no. It's got to go in a coffee can, like full of, a can of chock full of nuts. Come on, tell me my ashes should not end up in a can of chock full of nuts.
1: No, what it should end up is one of those snake nut cans where snakes <laughs> pop out. That would be a good joke. <laughs> my ashes just come out. like, oh, out. gross.
2: But no, I wrote this article for The Woodlander, which is actually a Howard—I I work for Howard Hughes— I'm uh, uh, Contracting the Howard Hughes Corporation, but I interviewed the the Woodlands director of horticulture. He's the guy that makes sure all the business. Oh, he's the stuff, one that
1: gets gets mad at you if you have a brown spot.
2: Well, yeah, not like HOA. This is to make sure that the Woodland stays green in general. And he had some great tips. And I, so I'm going to plug Man. the Woodlander. Go to the Dude, Woodlander. Did you
1: realize the Woodlands would look so great? in, like, a desert dystopian future because just the trees would be, like, kind of like half there. Well, we almost
2: had that with the... uh, um, With North Korea? Well, no, with the wildfire, yeah, right. (laughs) With the the wildfires a few years ago. I mean, Uh it was getting hairy, and if you're driving up to Dallas, you can still see years later, those... uh, That barrenness. But he had some great tips, and he said, if at all possible, if your HOA and water restrictions allow it, you want to water pre-dawn for at least at least an hour.
1: But he, it, he has no measurement on what how much air you're covering. He just said no matter what piece of grass, do you water for an hour?
2: Well, he says you should also do it like zone A, do it for 20 minutes, then go to zone B, do that for 20 minutes, and then rotate back and forth. To, because he said if you do it for less than an hour, what's going to happen is it won't sink down to the, the lower roots, and that's where the growth is. So if you only water for a little bit, like I'm only going to water 10 minutes a day every day, what happens is it doesn't sink down. I understand. And the water that, uh, believe it or not, if you just do a light watering, it tends to stay on the surface more on the grass, which means it evaporates off and actually c- creates fungus on the grass because the sunlight will hit it. So you don't want to water during the day. You want to water in the middle of the night, preferably, or at least pre-dawn for at least an hour per section of yard. To uh,
1: what's a section?
2: Meaning, well you get
1: the I mean, whole, these people in these woodlands houses you know they have a lot of grass yeah well here's the thing if you they have, have a whole lot of if house, you have a
2: huge honking yard that it takes six sprinklers then do each sprinkler for an hour but he's saying do it in like 20 minutes I mean, do you know how
1: much the sjra charge people for
2: this kind of stuff like
1: of course you're talking about the woodlands people yeah they can afford it
2: well that's the thing if, you, if you're in a house with a lot of grass that needs watering because you care about how it looks then the water rate doesn't really affect you that much or does it don't we have like a water show yeah, on we the did. station now. I need to call in and ask about that. Uh, so, uh, but water-wise, now for my particular mud, in my neighborhood, I pay up the same rate up to a certain number of gallons, and I've never. And then you get charged more. I've never broken that minimum gallon mark. So, even though there have been up to five people in my, in living in my house at any given time with showers and laundry and everything, I've never paid more than my flat. Lowest rate for water. So I, I personally love my mud, M-U-D. But I'd like to tune into our water show. What's the name of it again? I forget. Water and you. Well, Brett says
1: if St. Augustine is established. It only needs about an inch a week.
2: Yeah. In fact, we talked about the three different grasses that grow best in the summer. And uh, St. Augustine is the most popular. I'm trying to remember the other two were. But if you go to the Woodlander, you'll see the article there. And it'll tell you. It'll give you some tips. And this is only a, if you
1: live in the woodlands, though. No, 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 no. This it, doesn't apply anywhere else. Like you're <laughs> really, you're, you're really picking. You things. make
2: it sound like the woodlands is like that town in Under the Dome, which actually I think a lot of woodlanders wouldn't mind that so much. Just put the dome over it. No, say, I thought you, you know I know in.
1: I thought they they were going to do the wall. That's why I thought this whole wall was being built. <laughs> it was in the woodlands. Oh well,
2: no, the wall would affect. You know, I mean, they values. refused
1: to go past Kirkendall.
2: Well. Not past Kirkendall, but they've gone south. They stopped at Kirkendall, and then they said, okay, we're going to turn left, and we're going south. The Woodlands has actually crept into Harris County now. Gone past... Uh, well, they, they, they
1: refused to go through Kirkendall. No, No, that's right, no. I like that. That's I too would, far west. If anyone wants entertainment, go see people meeting and talk about put it in a through road through the Woodlands. We can't... Look, yeah, the, the, the Woodlands mean, extension. If you want fear-mongering, that's I just go, to, just
2: go to... In the Woodlands, go to any public forum... And just you know what's ask, gonna happen? what about the Woodlands Parkway extension and just watch the You know what's Lord gonna happen if we do that? Out. People from the east will come in through the west. And people from the west will come in through the east.
4: It's horrible.
2: <laughs> dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria.
1: Horrible. You know, speaking of dogs, cats, when we come back, we're gonna talk about the Montgomery County uh, SPC. It's not the SPC. Animal it's Center. And their Animal Center, they built a cat room. What about the dogs? What about the other animals? Why do cats need a cat room? Why isn't there a ferret room? Yeah. A
2: possum room.
1: What about like, you know. Chinchilla room. Abandoned children. Where do they go?
2: Nutria room.
1: You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Morning's Lone Star on IRLoneStar.com. And Conor's FM 104.5, 106.1. Don't forget American Psychos coming in around 10 o'clock. So we're going to be having fun with those local Conroe boys. Talking about music. I have no idea what kind of music they play. They just
2: have a cool name. Wouldn't it be cool if they were like soft folk? Like- 1960s anti-war If I had a hammer Yeah, yeah, kumbaya <laughs> Oh,
1: man You listen to Lone Star Community Radio Mornings, Lone Star You'll be right back Or, no, we'll be right back
3: You'll- Go, Go do your yeah. thing Come back in yeah. 30
2: seconds We'll be here We'll be back
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632.
6: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
7: Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5 106.1.
0: Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Fake out, the fake out. He did the
2: fake out. Morning
1: to Lone Star, Lone Star Community Radio. We're back. Hanging out in the studio. We were talking about, uh, locally, they're doing a renovated cat room, playroom, for the Montgomery County Animal Shelter. Uh, and, you know, we were talking, I was listening to the uh, other radio stuff this morning, and someone was talking about fostering cats. Would you ever consider fostering cats?
2: I'm not a... Foster. I'm an adopter I that, actually- that's what
1: like I was like that's a slippery slope man because especially with animals they're not used to because they were, they were doing this whole thing about the Houston SBCA they do a foster program where you can literally go hey I'm gonna be here for a week I'll take an animal off your hands. they provide the food they provide all mm-hmm. this stuff and then you bring it back and I'm like well what happens I mean some animals take you know a week to get used to being somewhere new it's, right
2: it's 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 a double uh, double-edged sword maybe but uh, i i think the benefits
1: vastly outweigh uh, well, the well you know what i'm gonna do now i'm just really know i'm gonna be like holly you feeling down this week just, just go, go go foster a cat go
2: foster a, or, cat. Or a, or a puppy because it does keep that cat alive for another week or so whatever uh, the odds are if you foster someone some sometimes you just want to foster i just need them for a week and then they're gone but sometimes the fostering will grow into adoptive feelings and you say hey i want to adopt this cat uh, so it does keep them alive that bit longer does uh, lessen the resources Needed for the shelter itself, yeah, you know, physical not, space. Yeah, you know, the physical space, the food, the the, and bringing more in from the outside. So I I, well, I love fostering. The, I'm just uh, not a fosterer myself.
1: The cat lady, are also known as the uh, Montgomery County Animal Shelter shelter director, Aaron Johnson, or the Cat Man, I guess. They have 333 cats currently right now, in the shelter, and he's like, we never had this many cats." So clearly, someone's not keeping an eye on their. Skippy cat, while he's on the prowl. <laughs> Skippy cat. So
2: smelly cat. Actually, we'll change smelly cat to Skippy cat. Skippy cat. Well, just to
1: also let you know if you're looking for a dog and for adoption, they're waiving the adoption fees for dogs and cats until July 3rd in an attempt to clear the shelter through the Save the Tail Waggers and Save the Curtain Ninjas program. That's actually kind of clever. Mm-hmm. But uh, so if you're looking for an animal, Montgomery County Animal Shelter is doing waiving the fees all that stuff, but it was just interesting to me to think about someone fostering a cat for a week, so they just let them pee and claw everything for a week, and then you're like...
2: There are some who, you know, that's okay, Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Priyanka, and we've had her on the air, she's the realtor, she she actually has an animal shelter to where, you know, there are dozens, when I say dozens of dogs, I mean dozens, and you know she can get. she gave up on carpeting you know on the, and this sanctuary is called Pure Mutts Animal Sanctuary. Yeah, I remember, I remember this. Yeah, yes. That you know the dogs take precedence if they feel like chewing through this door, but then that's what dogs do and you know, so Well,
1: I wonder if you could con <laughs> the Houston SPCA where you're like, "Yeah, I'll foster it for 8 years." And you get everything paid for, like the vet visits they said they, pay, they cover every, like the whole caretaking. Mm-hmm. The only thing they need you to do is provide a clean home. Yeah. Which, I mean, I have Holly to do that. So, <laughs> I mean, I can do it.
2: Hey, Brett raises a good point. Uh, socialization skills also.
1: Well, that's why. No, there's even services in Houston that you can rent puppies for X amount of time. And you just hang out with puppies to make your, I don't know, your attitude better. I don't know.
2: Puppies always make attitude. Better. Well,
1: no, that's like actually a service you can pay per hour. How like you have you know a house full of puppies?
2: See, I tried doing that myself, but they called it prostitution. I like you know
1: it's weird though. I I like puppies, but I like older
2: dogs more. Yeah, I'm a, a Zen. Our dog that we adopted from the Montgomery County Animal Shelter that is still at my friend Joe's house, and I want we want Zen back well, soon. Like Holly goes, we he need He was to get, like four years old when we adopted. Well, Holly
1: him. wanted to adopt a dog, or, and I was like, well, let's get one that's at least minimum five years. She's like, why? Is like because hopefully they're over it. And so they can just relax.
2: Yeah, even if they're two to three years old. I mean, I, I mean, here's the thing: you get one from a puppy, you get all the puppy cuteness. It's just like babies. Sometimes, believe me, sometimes you just want to put that baby in a time capsule until they're, you know, eighteen or nineteen years old. But so there's the benefit of getting the puppy from day one; mm-hmm. you get to grow up with them. Uh, but then there's the chewing phase and the potty phase and the house training phase. Whereas the older dogs. And when I say older, is it as young as two or three. Now, Zen was apparently four well, when we you adopted him.
1: Well, Brett made a comment about that's not actually what dogs do. A dog that's chewing through things is a dog that's bored or full of anxiety. Well, what kind of dogs do you think are coming from the SPCA that you're fostering for a week? Yeah. I mean, like that kind of fits the bill in my mind. Like, yeah, they're, they're full of anxiety. They're going to chew up everything. Home, huh? Some they'll look like, chew toy, chew toy. So, well, that's what I was interested. I was like, I never thought of fostering. I, I mean, I get fostering children. I get that. But I just—I mean, fostering animals unless you're really like. Unless you're just gonna be a puppy mill, you, well, you take them for a couple
2: weeks. Well, that's the thing, you know, the puppy mills. Wouldn't the, that be the creepiest the, conversation? The dogs you get you're, at the animal shelter are well, puppy like, mill that's dogs. The,
1: like, so is this one neutered or not? <laughs> I, mean, I need the dogs are not neutered.
2: Yeah, don't ask any questions. Now, for those of you uh, in Montgomery County, you probably know this. Outside of Montgomery County, the a couple of years ago, the Montgomery County Animal Shelter went through some really hairy times. It was just one of those messed up situations. There was a uh, um, uh, I was there to was fo- mismanagement. I, I
1: was trying to follow that, and I didn't really get where the issue was in a sense of like, no the animals weren't being harmed, were they? Some well. That's, that's what they never fully came. Basically, was saying, "Oh, this guy's incompetent." That was it. That's there was all mismanagement
2: I got. as a result that there was a heavy euthanasia rate, so dogs were being harmed because it's like oh, way too many. But there's dogs. always going to be
1: that, though, right? Yeah,
2: but I mean, this was uh, like
1: ninety percent of all dogs were going through.
2: Resources weren't going to the proper ways for maximum efficiency at a shelter. Because
1: I know you can visit the Montgomery County shelter here, and you can walk the dogs. Mm-hmm. They have a program where you go walk them.
2: Oh, they're out back. There was a full when we went looking. Um, there's a big dog run in the back where, you know, with benches and a little gazebo mm-hmm. and you just let them do their thing and they can run free. It was, it was wonderful.
1: And one thing I love about animals like this is like, you know, when people are suckers, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's easy to get
2: Well, I dog think, lovers <clears throat> to be suckers. I think car salesmen. Cause who wouldn't some, be
1: a sucker for a dog?
2: Car salesmen should get training at an animal shelter because, you know, you, you, it's the low pressure sale. Uh, if you're at an animal shelter, you don't need the guy going, so oh, this one, this dog only has 3,000 well,
1: miles. I b- I bet you anything, if you had like a pitcher in your office with your family and the lovely golden retriever laying in front of you for the family pitcher, that's going to increase more interest than just having your kid.
2: Oh, yeah, you have a dog, you're, you're, you're going to get a higher raise. Oh, I so see you have six kids <gasps> and a golden that lab. That actually
1: was used in Ocean's 8. Because they had to get into the security system, so they uh, they know the security guy, who's the main dude, loves this type of dog. So they create a fake ad, like an email, and ah, click here. And so when she when he clicked it, they got in through the virus or Trojan horse kind of thing. And hmm. it's just because he likes some silly show dog.
2: I wonder if people in general now, of course, you she always told have you
1: your. Told you, a lot of people are suckers. Well, yeah, I mean, dog lovers here. Cat people aren't, though. Cat people don't care.
2: Now, when you have a dog lover, now you have like a dog breeder, dog shower that, you know, it's only the Bichon Freeze is the only one, the standard poodle. But most dog lovers, for the most part, they slash we, I'll throw myself in there.
6: Love well, dogs. Too. I like dogs. You I'm, know, it's dogs I'm, I'm, in general. I'm just the muddier,
2: the better. We, we're the ones that would adopt the ugliest dog. And if you saw the most recent one, holy God, that dog is ugly. Have you seen it? Yeah, every year they have the ugliest dog competition. Really? Oh yeah, there have been some some, but ugly dogs out there. But but the last one looks like I, I I can't describe. I'll try and find a picture of it, and maybe we can post it up there in a meme, on, on Facebook. But yeah, we we go for like. Do the you ugly have a dog dogs. right now? Yes and no. We have a dog Zen, but uh, while the house is being rebuilt, we couldn't keep Zen in the because yeah. uh, Zen is a big dog.
1: We, when you say big, you mean, like, up to your waist big or, um, like, up to your kneecaps big? Uh,
2: between thigh, thigh big. Knee, okay, in knee, between knee big. and
1: hip? Yeah. All right. And this is on Holly, right, or me? Because that's a small dog. Yeah, me.
2: Uh, Zen would be too big a good dog for Holly. Zen's parents, you can tell just by looking at him, he's got the total body of a German Shepherd. Okay. Like, all the way. If you start at the work your way up, German Shepherd, and then you see these floppy ears and realize... um yeah there was a lab mom and dad were a lab and a german shepherd you don't know who was
1: who so this sbca breeder was around Is that what you
2: call <laughs> me? and so he's been at my friend joe's house for for several months and he loves joe because joe watched him last flood as well in fact to the point where zen i think loves joe more than he loves me so well, I don't know. We're, we're going to try and get Zen back soon. we got to get the backyard I don't know up. if
1: they do fostering at the Montgomery County Animal Shelter, but the Houston SPCA is advertising right now fostering. Like, that's a big deal. They really need help. So if you're listening and you want to foster animals, contact the Houston SPCA, and they'll set you up. Apparently, they take care of everything. So if you just have a loving heart and a good home, which a lot of these animals do not have, uh, that's a good, good way to fulfill your heart with love and fulfill an animal's heart with a home. In love. Now I'm
2: really hoping that American Psychos does play Kumbaya because I think we could. We could. Go, well, uh, what is that song? That commercial? It's in like the In the Arms of an Angel. Or I can't do it. Oh, Sarah oh, uh, McLaughlin yeah. Arms. Uh, yeah, we need to turn this into a Sarah McLaughlin uh, commercial.
1: But uh, we currently don't have a dog, mainly because of, I don't want one. Because <laughs> Holly, no, really, because my, my parents are big dog people and my brother's huge dog person. Like out on the ranch, he has all these. Cahulas and stuff and it's like he loves his dogs they hunt they help hunt, you know, hunting and all that kind of stuff but i told holly i was like i'm just not ready to take care of something because i'm barely taking care of myself that was my excuse there her. you go but uh i think down the road
2: there you go so everybody unleash your inner serum gloughlin go uh go sing the song angel in the arms of the angel uh yeah that's what Brett said. and uh adopt an animal or foster or foster an animal just for a while get some stress off the animal get some stress well, off a, yourself
1: there's also a good extended article in the in the courier about what their montgomery county animal shelter is doing with their budget from last year and how they're
2: improving yeah they uh, that's what i started to say so, a couple of years ago three years ago it went through a really just bad face and mismanagement the the wrong people the wrong ad- administrator got hired another one got hired and then left like weeks later something's, uh, they, something's going well, something, I got a lot talk about it. What, something was going wacky, but that, this place is just so awesome. Sounds like an X-Files episode. Yeah, if you've kept away from the well, Montgomery County Shelter. There was a basement.
1: There were sacrifices. You, yeah. you remember that X-Files episode? I yeah. remember that X-Files yeah, episode. Yeah,
2: I do too. But yeah, go to the shelter. It's a much better place than it used to be. Go for it.
1: You're listening to Mornings Lone Star. It is 9.30. We're going to take a quick break to say thank you to Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We're broadcasting live from the LSCR studios on Facebook Live, Conroe's FM, 104.5, 106.1. And, of course, Worldwide We'll be right back.
0: Business Office Cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone
4: Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 Seven six three two.
6: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
7: Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look up the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com.
1: Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning in Montgomery <laughs> County and Conroe Coffee. It's 933. Hanging out with Skippy. Hey, the- Dick.
2: Hey. Uh, you know how we were talking earlier about how American psychos may be playing Kumbaya folk music? It's not going to happen. I it? don't think so. I saw yeah. them, and uh, I think these guys are going to be pretty hard hardcore. I'm looking forward to this one. 10 o'clock. They'll be coming in. You want to a Mohawk? Yeah.
1: So, yeah. You know what people with Mohawks? You know what they say about people with Mohawks, right?
2: They can get on any ride in Astro World? Does they hit the height requirement? I don't oh, know. Oh,
3: true. Yeah.
2: I don't know what what do they say about They that? have hair. Well, I myself am rocking the reverse Mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what would know, that be I'm called? Like, the Moses? <laughs> the Moses. <laughs> the old man, the bald, <laughs> the headboard friction, the solar panel for a love machine, the Picard maneuver. I don't know what you call my baldness. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just saying when I am I your you age, look wonderful. Oh, I, I'm not—you know, I knew it was going to happen one day. Um, boy, howdy, did it. But I'm just laughing at some younger people because up until my, my mid-30s, even late-30s, it was there. I mean, I, I had the hair. I had a little bit going in the back, and I used some Rogaine to keep that there, and then I finally just said, forget it. But so I see all these young people making fun of me. Oh, ah, you're bald. And I'm laughing going, <laughs> you got a few years to go, buddy. I'll see, see you in a little bit.
1: That's why I locked down a girl now.
2: Right? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I did it. That's the
1: only reason. Well, here's
2: the thing. Now, remember, Mrs. Skippy and I, we first dated. Victory Spikes. That's what that's what Missy's calling them. <laughs> Victory That's sp- great. Mrs. Skippy, well, the first time we met, uh, I was still a—just out of my teens. I was 20 or 21. They're about 20. So she knew me back then when I was much younger and thinner and hairier in the proper places. Now I'm just hairier in other places. <laughs> TMI. And here I am today. And see, she hasn't run away screaming. So there you go. Well,
1: it's almost like people don't care about that stuff.
2: Well, I think it's my puppy like qualities, my dog like qualities. It's like I got kind of like that be- I put off that beagle feel that, you know, some women just want to scratch me behind the ear.
1: I don't know who you hang out with, man. The women that want to know. scratch who me behind the ear. That's with. who I hang out with. So uh, yeah. SPCA, check it out. Whatever. That was the last segment. Now, what else do you want to talk about before we get those? Mohawk people in. The,
2: the, it sounds like an episode the of Flash Americans Gordon, are, is it The American
1: Psychos, or just American Psychos?
2: <clears throat> I think it's The American Psychos. Okay, man, that's plural, but <laughs> it makes it sound like an episode of Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon and the Mohawk Men. Victory spikes. Victory spikes. <laughs> yeah, I gotta find a new name for my lack of victory spikes. Anyhow, this this interesting uh, research just came in. So uh, it was a study called uh, oh where the name of the study uh, goes right here evidence for a conserved quantity in human mobility it was published in human nature Hold behavior on, slow down slow down. Okay, I'm very what excited. What did you just say? It. Okay. So there was a study. Okay. Of 40 uh that an- analyzed 40,000 people's mobile traces 40,000 people? Mhm. Uh-huh. Mobile. So, oh, uh-huh. You mean like their cell phones? Yeah. Okay. Tracked migratory patterns. Okay. Through their, uh, in four different data sets. And they started off with university students, with a thousand university students, and then kind of expanded from that. And what they found on this study is that pretty much mankind in general, like across, whether you're a student or you're retired or you're on the go or you're in your 30s or 50s or whatever, only regularly visit 25, locations like that's the extent of their life okay that to me is fascinating does that mean that uh, I, we used to be a migratory species you know we we hit an area would either wipe out its natural resources or we would just say hey what's over the mountain let's find out and then they go west or whatever and just humankind has been pretty migratory now i know we have our comfort levels uh, you want to go to the same place that doesn't give you food poisoning. You want to go to the same hotel that does ha- doesn't have bed bites, bed bugs. But are we losing our sense of adventure? I mean, is this indicative of the kind of ennui towards that's been pervasive for the last, I would say, ten years on space travel? I mean, I know we're kind of it's taking only one or two. Without Elon Musk, where would we be space travel wise? I think NASA would not be doing a whole heck of a lot.
1: Well, I also feel like without Elon Musk, we wouldn't know. Like we could, no, I don't think a lot of people would know where NASA is with a lot of stuff. Because why would they want to tell us? Exactly,
2: and that's that's the whole point. But he I mean, made
1: he made space travel fun.
2: He right? did, and so it took that. It's you think well, it would, would have also, that administration that would. I mean, I would say every day be putting it
1: out there. now today's I would say today's social structure is stable in a sense of like we we're, we're not always looking for food. We're not. You know, always looking for shelter. Well, the food
2: comes to us Well, now, that's what I'm saying. That's
1: why there's not a lot of, like, people moving around.
2: Uh, See, I'm inspired to, like, go on vacation hours just to do something because I'm, I'm Plus myself now it's guilty a, now now Plus, now it's this. a
1: financial strain. True. So now if you really want to travel, you got to pay for it. And a lot of people can't justify paying, you know, $10,000 to go to Europe when they could use that $10,000 to improve the lives of their kids or you Know foster dogs,
2: good point. Well, I, I hope there's like a tipping point on that because I myself am guilty of. I could probably, are you, are you saying that you don't think there's a like you're saying the percentage of people don't want to go to
1: space now because that's like the well, next well, it frontier? could be indicative of it that okay.
2: if our n- human nature is to explore, to get out and find new stuff, to, to, to learn who. the unlearnable, to know the unknown, that's, that's, that's how we got here, but we're evolving. It's like Rob Lowe in that episode of the West Wing it says, because you know, Mars. Someone's saying, why should we go to Mars? He says, because it's next. Because we invented fire, and then we crossed the mountain, and then we built a boat, and we crossed the ocean. And, you know, it's, that's what we do. It's next. And I'm thinking if we're just happy and kind of tying into this, I was going to talk about this later, but I'll, I'll tie it in. Kroger is now starting a new program to where they will have driverless cars bring you your food. Basically, you order your food online. The Sacker puts it in, puts it in a driverless car, you know, one of those those ones, and it gets driven to your location. So basically, you only have to go out to your driveway, because since it's a driverless car, they they can't bring it to your door. So we're getting comfortable, which I you know it's great. We have great comfort and, and ease of life, and, and I, I'm a fan will... of that. But I don't want it to be too much, almost where we end up like the humans in wall
1: but i i don't think it's that study really proves what you're trying to say i think it just i I think it shows an
2: indication
1: i think it just shows people have habits
2: yeah and if you think if
1: you think about the time when we were, you know exploring like you're saying getting in a boat and going to i think that was a small percentage of people were doing that it wasn't like a whole nation like the whole thing the nation was doing was building boats and going on adventures. But like, if that's the case, we would have stayed. With I think it's been the colonies. same. I think it's been the same amount of people who want to go do that today as it was back then.
2: No, I, I'd, I'd say look at the the new frontier. Because you're talking about West.
1: how many people do you know who left their home?
2: Well, these generations, no one does. But I'm talking. Let's look back in the. I know
1: several people who've left their home. Oh
2: the, yeah, but what I mean is that not as, as a general civilization, we had 13 colonies, and then once you know those colonies received emancipation, we could have stayed on the eastern seaboard. Or say, hey, let's go west and find out, and that's where they get gold rush and and let's conquer this nation for good or ill. And this is not a you know history lesson or a political lesson or whatever. I'm just saying is that we went west till we hit water again, and said, okay, now let's go south. Okay, we'll stop here because they're 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 upset, and let's go north. Okay, too many caribou, and so that's where we established where we were.
1: It also might be because the nuclear bomb was invented. Because no one really wants to fight for land anymore, so now that might make people go somewhere well, else. Well, there's
2: precious little land to fight for. What's well, what I'm saying? <laughs> you got those little dinky islands in Micronesia, but I mean, as far as like land goes, Lex Luthor was right in the in the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, also
1: in the the remake.
2: That's right. That's right. Kevin Spacey did uh did bring back the whole real estate thing. There you go. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, I don't I don't think that study really does anything. Well, me. didn't make it i mean i don't care
2: well brett raised a counterpoint i think there's humans have historically never traveled on average more than about five miles from their home but see in the past they couldn't it would, you know to go five miles yeah but would I, still think, death, I still think i still think if you take the population
1: hours. of of the world it's almost the same percentage of people who want to get out of here as it was you know 200 300 years ago well unless you're unless you're
2: coming took- to america you just want to come here because we rock well,
1: yeah, but I mean, people are—I think the same amount of people who want to leave their home. There was, you know, they had the ambition to do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Misty says uh, she'll put in forty bucks in gas. Sweetheart, what kind of car are you driving? I'm just takes twenty five to fill mine. I'm from E to F, just saying. Uh, she wicked vacation can't afford to go overseas, but hates staying sa- stagnant. And see, in England, I remember we'd go out hiking or. You know, my folks, we we get in the big car. We we had the, the you know the MG, which sat too, but we had a bigger car, and it would like we'd hit a road, and then the, the kids in the back would say, "Okay, go here, then turn left." We have no maps or anything. We just go explore. I have we lost some of that. No, but my mom is kind all. of weird. Not at mind. all. I was out with my mom the other day. Let's look how
1: many people check out the heavy rocket thing.
2: There you go. Uh, But the other day I was with my mom uh, near Toys R Us because, you know, I I said I was going to go by Toys R Us to have a look. And I did, and it's really sad. You know what the saddest thing about Toys R Us was in the woodlands? There was only one little section. I mean, you know, like one of those half aisles with the end caps of stuff left. The store was completely cleaned out. But what was left behind, I'm thinking you are literally the last toys in the world that somebody wants. The toys that were left behind, they were like little... Little monster balls and stuff like that. And I thought, these toys are so horrible that no one even wants to buy them at 95% off it. Uh, but my mom was doing the whole, well, Toys R Us closed down because kids, they don't play games anymore. They, you know, they just, their noses are buried in their phones. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't necessarily disagree fully with that. But, again, I'm just asking, is this indicative of where we're going? Is it well, in 10 I'm years we're going to be going to 15 places? I'm looking places? at
1: the live stream of the Falcon Heavy test flight, and 22 million people have checked it out. So there's interest.
2: There's interest. I, I But need, I, we need to have but more yeah, like: If we, you could go to Mars, would you? I mean, literally.
1: Not like, I bet a lot of people would. I bet a lot of I bet people would be willing never to come back home. Like, you know, we can go to Mars. I, I hope you never... you're right.
2: Because that, that would kind of re, rejigger my faith in this going, yeah, we okay, we do still want and to be, And they'd be
1: interviewing you and be like, Sean, why are you choosing to do this? Well, I mean, Tinder wasn't working out. <laughs> so I got to, you know, I figured this out. I hit on, I I on all the Earth people. women.
2: I got to hope there were some Martian women here. That's great.
1: I'll make the first Martian baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe the first, maybe the second. We'll yeah. never know. Oh, man. Martian Skippy. That's hilarious. Okay, I'm gonna, for the radio stream, I'm going to do an original series called Martian Skippy. Well,
1: it's 945 here on Lone Star Community Radio with Mornings and Lone Star. We're going to take another sponsored break. But at uh, 10 o'clock, we're going to have the Mohawk people in, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. American Psychos. American Psychos. They'll be in the studio. Feel free to check us out on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and comment. We're having a good conversation with our, our watchers, I guess.
2: They're the Watchers. the Watchers. the
1: Watchers. But we're also broadcasting live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com from the Lone Star Community Radio Studios. We'll be right back, folks. Conroe
5: Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632.
6: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone
4: Star.
5: An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org because every life matters.
0: Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie
4: Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com Conroe Culture.
5: Stage two TVC motions
1: nominal. Well, I'm watching the Falcon uh, Heavy test flight right now. Are you? I'm adding to the 22 million people who watch this. It's all fake. You know, it's all staged, right?
2: Hey, I watched Capricorn <laughs> one. I know what's Welcome what.
1: back. Morning's Lone Star. I thought I'd throw people off. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Sound it, like a it, tennis match yeah, for the, a
2: second.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: welcome back. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star broadcasting live from. The Lone star community radio from secret underground we, bunker. We, we got the american psychos local conroe band in the studio at 10 o'clock till then we're gonna have some fun with some local news and events let's do some events real quick so if you're looking for something to do this weekend it's july 4th weekend technically for some people and uh we want to let people know if you're looking for a music festival happening in our backyard literally at chattelax backyard water park over there on crowley road in conroe texas they're doing a whole slew of music from june 30th to july 1st they have Corey Morrow, Jason Cassidy, Brie Bagwell, Rich O'Toole, Jesse Robb Jr., Sam Riggs, uh, and they're going to have uh, Crawfish and all that kind of stuff happening this weekend at the Chattalax Music Fest. Visit them online at ChattalaxMusicFest.com to purchase tickets for the whole weekend. I've never actually been there, and I think like the word of mouth last time this place opened, it like people got infected with the water. <laughs> What? So I don't know if that's real or not. So if you know anything about this event, and I'm just spreading fake news, so please let Chadillac, me know. So it's
2: Cadillac with an H. Chadillac. Yes, Cadillac. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: another thing that's really cool that I might check out is on Friday, I believe, uh, on the 29th, which is tomorrow at 8 p.m., there's an open mic comedy night at Wax Taps. So if people don't know what Wax Taps is, then you check it out. It's a local Conroe vinyl slash beer joint. Uh, when I say joint, I think it's just, uh, I don't know if it has taps, but they have beer there. I know they have beer there, but you can listen to music, trade, sell, vinyls, and they try to do special events occasionally, like live bands, or movie nights, or open mic comedy, which is free to those who want to check it out at Wax Taps. there on Frazier Street, uh, right, actually, it's near downtown. So awesome. check that out. That starts at 8 p.m. Uh, also, this weekend is the Conroe, Symphony, Conroe Symphony, Uh, patriotic celebration happening on Saturday at 7.30pm at Heritage Place Park. It's free to the public. It's honoring all police, fire, and veterans, and military personnel. Bring your own lawn chairs and blankets, uh, and it's free. It's at 730 That's music brought to you by the Conroe Symphony Orchestra. Patriotic Wait, so if it's
2: free? Why are we going to give tickets away? To yeah, them? I was wondering why they
1: did that. I think they just they wanted to bump up their ticket numbers when they're selling season tickets.
2: Ah, okay, I got it.
1: So you. if you're part of the Conroe Symphony Orchestra, tell me what's up with that. What get, up with that? So uh, that'd be great. But cool. uh, those, those are the events happening locally here. I know the Woodlands is going to have. Uh, a parade kind of stuff.
2: That's right. When is
1: that? Is that this weekend or is that on actual Wednesday, 4th of July?
2: That's on Wednesday, 4th of July. All
1: right. Sticking to the original. All right. I like it.
2: Yeah. And uh, so a few years ago when I was a brownie troop leader, my my brownie troop actually, we, we we had a float in the parade. It was a lot of fun, especially since all the dads got together. We're, we're protecting our daughters. Uh, this year, it looks like, fingers crossed, well, hopefully, I'll be co announcing the parade on a now, live stream.
1: we need you to create a persona of the stereotypical float announcer where they wear the sweater and the tie, and they have a pin, you know, like a little... So we're talking like know, a golf, golf uh, yeah, announcer? Yeah, like you have to have like a cause. Find a cause, and we get the pin for it, mm-hmm. and then you can only talk at a certain tone level where it's like,
2: and hey, welcome back to so. the Woodlands Rounding round Grogan's Mill Boulevard. And then I want, yeah. and we talked about
1: this, dogs. I want you to do as many made up things as possible. Like talking about the floats, <laughs> talk about the history of the float, talk about like random people, <laughs> and just make it up. Oh, there is Miss Jones right there. Have you heard about
2: Miss Jones' lawn in the woodlands? She hasn't been watering it. <laughs> oh, you know, I'd probably do that too. It'd be my first and only uh, parade announcing. But yeah, I tune into Woodlands Online on uh, the morning of July 4th, and you might just be hearing Skippy along with a special co-host of his who's not Dick. Uh, I don't want to give names just in case it doesn't happen. But yeah, tune into that. Yeah, quit teasing me. Uh, other events that are happening, um, as you said, we'll have a parade on July 4th and also the Red, White, and Blue celebration, but there'll also be at Town Green Park on Saturday big celebration as well. Uh, I if- think New Candy, did you talk about New Candy yet? New Candy's having fireworks. Oh yeah, lots of places are having fireworks. However... City of Conroe, no. This year they've opted not to have a fireworks celebration. There have been, I think it's been building up to this. There was well, a, a fire at one point. No, I think what it, is,
1: what it is, and it's typical to any event, people who enjoy the event, they don't let them know they enjoyed it. They don't call because all the people who are calling them are people who are complaining about the event.
2: And last year people complained that there wasn't a big grand finale because it was like the, the fireworks got cut short because of a fire. People are complaining, well, we didn't have the big boom at the end. Plus, it was, they were doing it in the middle of Lake Conroe, and so it's hard to find a position where you can watch it all. However, the Woodlands will have some some stuff. If you're not into fireworks, know that starting tomorrow evening, uh, the Musical Comedy Murders of 1940 will be taking place at the Owen Theater right across the street from us. Is that Owen, this weekend? Yeah, starting this weekend. Okay, so tickets are available at Tickets Con- are Owen available at Owen Theater with an RE.com. Are we
1: giving away tickets next week? Yes. Cool. I want to
2: give Maybe we'll give away tickets tomorrow, too. Who yeah. knows? And then next weekend... You'll have Willy Wonka. Well, I think we should know. So say yes uh, or no. You yes. can't do
1: that to the listener yeah, or we, to me because yeah, I kind of need to know. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll, we'll, or we'll give away two tickets tomorrow mm-hmm. for uh, basically you can go see any show for the running yeah, of a, the show. Any, any
2: presentation yeah. of the Musical Comedy We try to keep it flexible
1: for you listeners.
2: That's right. Uh, then next weekend, Willy Wonka will be happening at the Crichton Theater.
1: And we're not giving away tickets to that.
2: Well, uh, probably no tickets hint, to give away. Hint. Yeah,
1: Stage right. Let us give away tickets. Yeah, let us have tickets. Have you ourselves. seen the promo pictures of Willy Wonka and stuff? It looks yeah. really good. Adam, well, Adam from. Uh, Adam Isbell, who's a local actor ha- and hair hairdresser. Yeah. Uh-huh. And
2: actually, you uh, saw Mrs. Skippy's hair? That was Adam. Her, when she got that, that white silver hair put in. You've seen Christy. I don't. See, this is,
1: this is something I can't judge because okay. she looked great.
2: Well, but I can't. I hair. can't
1: t- tell a craftsman's ability. Well, that was with hair. that was Adam. Have At- you seen my hair? Does it look like I know what I'm doing half the time? <laughs> right. And uh, I. I really wish I kind of knew.
2: Well, Adam Isabel is dangerously close to becoming the cast as the the Gene Wilder go to because he was also the Gene Wilder character in uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, He was yeah. Frederick Frankenstein. So now he's Gene Wilder character in Willy Wonka. But he's an awesome actor. I myself cast him, and that's next weekend, so we don't worry about that's that. Next weekend. But. but- Something I want to say about July 4th, about, you know, when and where you can get fireworks. Because remember, personal fireworks in the woodlands, illegal. I think Conroe illegal, too. Yeah, in fact, I've got a Conroe here, and it says, they are illegal within the city uh, limits of Conroe. Chapter 30 of the City of Conroe Court of Ordinance states, it shall be unlawful for any person to possess, store, offer for sale, sell at retail, or use or explode any fireworks within the corporate limits of City of Conroe. Persons found violating this ordinance may be issued a citation, <coughs> excuse me, and assessed a fine of up to $2,000 and have their fireworks confiscated. Now, this is an addendum to this. Texas Senate Bill 19, 1593, which came out in 2015, long story short, there used to be a prohibition on you couldn't have a fireworks stand without, within 5,000 feet of Conroe city limits. That prohibition is gone, which means you can literally have a fireworks stand 10 feet outside of Conroe. If you buy fireworks there, And then you walk the 10 feet where you're inside Conroe city limits, that is illegal. And there will be police there. You know, if you buy them off county and say, I'm just going to go home and drive home first, you cannot transport them. I'm not, uh, I'd like to say don't do it, but just know that it is illegal for you to do that. If you buy your fireworks outside the city limit and then go in through that city some way, shape or form, at that moment you are illegal. So do be cautious of that. If you do shoot off fireworks legally or otherwise, please just use best judgment. Don't hold them in your hand. Don't throw them at other people. Make sure your bottle, your Coke bottles are firmly entrenched in the ground before you throw in your Roman candles and have some fun. I'm going to buy a whole bunch of fireworks this year.
1: Don't tell anybody that. You live in the woodlands.
2: No, I remember my neighborhood is this little bitty stretch of spring surrounded by the woodlands. Remember, I'm I'm in the ghetto part of the woodlands. So I'm allowed fireworks in mine. A lot of people come to my neighborhood to do it. So you need to come by. Shoot some fireworks with us.
1: Yeah, I'm not into that kind of stuff. I don't go what? I don't go more than five miles from my house.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, not going to be one of the 25. Brett was right about me. I'm not going to be one of the 25 <laughs> places you're, you're going to regularly visit now?
1: No, I'm sorry, man.
2: Oh, man. Sorry. Oh, no. We're taking a dark turn here on Mornings with Lone Star. But we're going to go to break. I'm yeah. going to bring in American Psychos. We're going to get them set up, and we'll be back at 10 o'clock. Stay tuned. I
0: business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning with scheduled cleaning services such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning. Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632.
6: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
1: Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids removed from their home because of abuse and neglect and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit casaspeaksforkids.com. That's casaspeaksforkids.com.
7: Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776.
0: You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632.
6: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
7: Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, President of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas on IRLoneStar.com in Conroe's FM
3: 104.5,
2: 106.1. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star Dick and Skippy ten oh two on the dot in the studio. Eighty-five degrees outside, another seven degrees. It already feels like 312 degrees outside, so wear your hat, put on SPF 3000, and enjoy the day. we got a breeze coming out of the south, about southwest nine miles an hour, according to the official Lone Star Weather Tree out front.
1: And traffic report for the Montgomery County area, folks. There are two accidents being reported northbound on I-45 right after the Hardy Toll Road merger, right before Rayford Sawdust. So if you're heading northbound on I-45 on the south side of the woodlands, entering the woodlands, you're going to run some major trouble right there, so be careful. After that, you're good to go.
2: There you go. All the way up to Oklahoma. Just just, just, just get out of here. Clear sailing. Clear sailing. Just get out of here. Special shout-out, props, and kudos to our sponsors, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and the awesome Conroe Coffee. Thanks, guys. And uh, again to the owners of Conroe Coffee. Sorry I missed Trivia Night last night over at Pacific Yard House. I'll make it up for you next week. Promise. So, Dick, we got, have you looked up recently? We got peeps in the studio. Oh. I know, Hey, right? hey, guys. So, These dudes rock. So, we got American Psychos. It's not the American Psychos, just American Psychos. Okay. I think you should have called yourself the Patrick Bateman.
1: Before, before, because <laughs> we got a lot of people on computers and stuff, so we'll get into the, it, can people find you online? Yeah, you can find us online. Uh, we got, uh, you know, the Facebook. We got American okay. Psychos
8: Band on Facebook. Okay. And then uh, Instagram, we got American underscore psychos underscore official it's official so you know we're the real ones not the fake american psychos <laughs> I, hate the, I hate the
2: fake american psychos i know do we jerks. have a twitter too May?
8: huh do we have a twitter too it's the same thing american underscore psychos underscore uh, official
2: our website's still a thing obviously you guys are a hell of a lot younger than i am so is what's web- mm-hmm. our website still a thing uh yeah we have a website
8: it's uh it's not as fancy <laughs> as the already made facebook <laughs> stuff but that's just uh american psychos.com slash something you can find well you can find all that on facebook
2: cool so yeah vitally important to just differentiate this from the movie with christian bale so we got <laughs> i'm looking at matthew Flores here and then his so these are the three brothers we got matthew alexander who spells his name oh so cool um was with a k and a z not an x and uh the nicholas how you doing guys doing good. Oh, doing good awesome great and you you can bring that actually down you can play with it like that there you go. Let's not pose mics, guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't break, don't break our microphones. So uh, Matthew, talk to me about American Psychos. Uh, not I hear you guys are like homeschooled. So did this band start uh, at, during classes, or how, how, what's the genesis of the band?
8: Well, in the beginning, <laughs> um, <laughs> I
2: see what he did there. I, I started. Said uh,
8: I started with picking up guitar when I was about sixteen, mm-hmm. um, and uh, when I got at the guitar played for a couple years and i'm like oh i want to do something in music right and then these two jumped on got all jealous and like hey mom where's my instruments what why why is he getting all the instruments so these two get uh drums and bass and next thing you know we're playing we will rock you for like four hour practices straight and uh that was about three years ago Mm -hmm. and we're still going strong still
2: no which one do you use the bass player me up high we um, gotta stand oh together. <laughs> <laughs> bass players must stand together. Who, who's the
1: one that has zero
2: talent? Me. <laughs> oh yeah, high five, dude. And me too. <laughs> me too.
1: Way to go. I like
2: it. We said, so yeah, we got a bass player. Then we, then we started playing. Uh, we will rock you. It's like, wait, that's not a bass. Did you say we will rock you? We're the champions.
8: We will rock you. But what we do is, any cover we do, we kind of like. Well, it's like there's no bass. We'll make it have base. We'll make yeah, a base. You're yeah. psycho. Just, exactly. Just bang on a Boom
2: boom. Like that. <laughs> There you go. So you guys are like an actual like band, band. You have like gigs and stuff.
8: Yes, we have gigs. We have lots of cool. gigs.
2: Now, uh, Dick thought you guys were like kind of uh, you know folk tunes. Hippies, yeah, totally. Hippies. I was totally thinking that. Yeah, I was
8: telling I was telling these guys like, listen, American Psychos when it ta- when it tanks, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play that that type of music. I'm telling them I'm gonna get the two plaid shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vegas, lounge
2: v- Vegas lounge. Vegas lounge. Oh yeah, exactly. This is awesome. This is great. <laughs> Well, these guys are quote keeping it real. That's what the kids say nowadays, Dick. is keeping it real. In cool. Ca- yeah, in case you didn't know, <laughs> because you know you hear like the Who, they said never trust anyone over thirty, or the Stone said if, if we're still playing when we're sixty, shoot us. Well, they're still, you know, <laughs> doing their thing. So these guys know full well they're gonna they're either gonna go out in a blaze of glory, or they're gonna end up in, in Vegas.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. Now like, I gotta ask this. You well, know, what
2: kind of music is it?
1: Well, yeah, that, I was going to get into that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jello.
2: No, no, Green Jelly. What is that? It was a typo. Is You guys have played with Green Jelly. Yes. Yeah. I, they're, they're this hardcore band. There's a great song called Three Little Pigs. I'm on their
1: Facebook, American Psycho's band, mm-hmm. and I see Green Jelly or Jello, whichever mm-hmm. way. What is that, and what band. does it have to do with your music? Well, Green
8: Jelly, um, they are a band, uh, the era, I'm not sure, but they're a very hardcore punk band. They have like Three Little Pigs, so-and-so, and they they just like, they're like, listen, we're bad, and we're going to play bad for you, and but we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. And so you come up, It's there's a big, they call it the Punk Rock Puppet Show. Okay. So, this is interesting. Oh, I love
2: Three Little Pigs. I got the oh, on my yeah. iPod. This
1: is a story.
2: Oh, I'm telling you, it's that kind of song. It's
1: Wait, like, that's uh, like death metal,
2: though, right? I know, yeah. Okay. Well, the kind, kind of punk
1: death metal, yeah. Um, okay. The of
2: video was this claymation, mm. leather-clad okay. wolf. <laughs>
8: yeah, and so last year, uh, they contacted us being like, hey, uh, uh, we're coming to Texas uh, looking for some local bands to play. We heard about you guys just locally. Do you guys want to play with us? And I'm like, well, yeah, we want to play with you guys for sure. And then... A couple months later, uh, right before the show, uh, they contact us again saying, Hey, uh, Bill Manspeaker, the lead for the band, uh, got there from the beginning, said, saw your drummer and saw how young he is. We want him to play a song with us. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll play a song. So he played, uh, what is it, Anarchy in Bedrock. Mm-hmm. And uh, he played with them on stage. That's cool. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool. I like that episode but,
2: when yeah. John Stanless played the drummer for the Beach Boys in that special episode of Full House. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. Exactly. Just like it. Just like, like that. that. So, Alexander, so you got to play with the band, not just in front of the band, but like with the band. Yes. How old are you?
3: Uh 12.
2: 12. When I was 12, I was okay, I was drumming when I was 12, but it was a uh, the it was the uh bicentennial 200th anniversary of America. So, it was a yeah, not that same kind of music. Awesome. <laughs> what what'd it feel like to to play uh uh drums for like Green jelly.
3: Really exciting.
2: Really exciting. Would you, uh, So did you just play the one song or?
3: Uh, only one.
2: Only one. Okay. They're going to ask you back for an encore, do you think?
3: Mm. I mean, we're waiting. They'll get okay. us. us
2: If something mysteriously bad happened to their drummer, do you think they'd call you to, to re- replace him? Maybe. Do you need me to call some friends? <laughs> we, we have I mean, good prices. We can't, ah, we, can't, I'm just we, we can't talk about that. Yeah, we're, okay, we're on the uh, air right. saying that. So, <laughs> and Nicholas, how old are you? 16. 16. And uh, based, so you like, you like self-taught? Well, because again, you guys are homeschooled. Yes. I want to talk about that. So some people may say, well, you missed out on the whole high school experience, but is that, is that the case?
8: Well, my counter argument to that is, while other people might have been going to the high school experience, doing with, I don't know, dealing with whatever drama you might have to deal with, having to walk to the bus station, get off the bus, getting home at four, doing homework all day, while they were doing that, we were practicing after school immediately for like four hours a day, and I feel like if we would have, I mean, you you, you can start a band in public school. I mean, you can start a band in whatever whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. but having that extra freedom of like we'll do we we'll wake up at like six in the morning, immediately start our school, get that out of the way, get it done, and then now we're gonna practice for four hours and make sure we are really together because one comment we had about bands when we were starting out our first couple of gigs was that some beginner bands didn't sound together. So that's what we wanted to not have that bumpy beginnings, you know?
2: Cool. So Nick, did you just like pick up a bass one day and say, I want to be a bass player and learn how, or no, if you I always felt the,
8: it? If I remember the conversation correctly, we were in the car and basically my mom was thinking about getting two other band members for Matthew. And she was bass in the, I think, Seven Nation Army was on the radio. Mm-hmm. And then she had the idea that I could play bass because in the radio version, it's very bass heavy. And so she was like, oh, why don't you play the bass for Christmas? And I've never really told these two this, but I honestly forgot that conversation. Mm-hmm. And when Christmas came around,
1: I completely forgot I was getting that bass. So I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was
3: supposed to do
2: that. Yeah. I got my first bass guitar as a Christmas present, too, and I was 16, so... There you go. And
8: I mean, we looked at him and we saw him act around. It's like he's a bass player, whether he knows
2: it or not. He was born a bass Bass, player. So, you know, bass players like really cool. They wear the fedoras. Born to slap. Pull's a word. Born to slap, guys. (laughs) Born to slap and pull. Yeah. There
1: you go. So, when's the next time you are playing? I'm on your your Facebook.
8: You got got some gigs coming up, don't you? You got some gigs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some gigs to talk about. Um, We have one this upcoming Saturday at the 19th hole Uh, that is Mm -hmm. on uh, Rayford Sawdust. We have, uh, we're playing with the Smash Idols, local from Houston. Hostile Redemption, local from Houston. And then we have the Schisms. They're uh, they're coming from Austin. So it's a bunch of punk. Like it's all punk. Uh, Mostly punk. Uh, It's like variations of it. The Schisms are like a weird, like psychedelic punk. They're from Austin. They're really cool. And um, so I'm excited for that one. And then uh, we have a really big one coming up. uh, July 7th. Uh, July 7th uh, in the San Antonio area. At the Ho- Austin Highway Event Center, with uh, yeah. Hold On Hollywood, um, the Travelers, and Violinda. Uh, all Houston bands. But the Hold On Hollywood, have you guys heard about them?
2: No, no. no. Hold
8: On Hollywood—they uh, they won the contest with the uh, the buzz contest. Oh yeah. Yeah, they won that contest and they opened for yeah, they, yeah. That's I remember running that. Yeah, they opened for Bon Jovi, and uh, now they are also going to be in the Bud Light Weenie Roast. So they're like they're riding this train up, and me and the other Houston bands are like
3: train, why don't we? Well, <laughs> well, yeah. That's, pretty, that's, a, that's such a, a punk talk. thing to do. These, these
2: kids are like like insanely mature here, you know, they, they know the music. Probably because they're homeschooled, as that's... you could tell I was not. <laughs> yeah, right. Same with me. So. Well, yeah, because you were, you were American public school. I was a gift to the state. I was British parochial school. So, yeah, kids, this is <laughs> this is what you, this could have been your future. Um, well, Who were that, your influences?
1: Yeah, because well, I, I, I want to get people to hear your music and stuff. So yeah. you, you post a lot of stuff to Facebook. Yep and you have a cd that people can buy or samples that, or... that is uh that's
8: something we're working on this year you know being the only person who uh, can
1: work for a living being the only that's true we have a 12 year old drummer so... yeah and so what i do
2: well um... so did the partridges i'm just saying
1: the well they had more band members
2: partridge family yeah yeah they had more yeah. adults he said he's yeah. the
1: only adult so um, he's, yeah he's so got like, he older... has all that burden they're playing in bars on where they him can... right guys
2: they're playing in bars where they can't legally go in otherwise. <laughs> it's like a, well, but that's part of the business. That's, yeah, not, no, that's, that's not, cool. That's part of the that, business. That shows the rage. So I'm sorry. You are saying yeah. your influences.
8: Oh, uh, but yeah. So like, um, you know, we're uh, influences. I think we call ourselves, you know, our style. would we, we we put it in the genre of like punk rock and roll. Because mm-hmm. we think it has that punk attitude. has that rock and roll attitude. Because they're very one and the same. They're just slight deviations. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have that punk attitude, but with the uh, rock drums, like he liked, he loves rock drums. He loves Metallica. He loves oh, okay. all that kind of stuff. And then I got into music listening to, um, like I got a, a CD player for one year and I started listening to uh, whatever the bands are: Green Day, Fall mm-hmm. Boy, those, uh, those poppier rock bands coming up. And then that got me into bands like Green, Green Jelly, The Misfits, um, some older punk. So I, we kind of like to mesh some old styles with some new styles and kind of mesh it in a way that like sounds like us
2: it's great hearing that because punk came on the scene when i was your age uh, closer to probably your age but 12 14 years old mm-hmm. and those are the the early days of britain i was living in england too oh nice so i was in the forefront of that with those hardcore nice uh, uh bands this is a, and it's wonderful to hear that it's still an, an inspiring so you guys break things
1: later. and jump from the rafters right <laughs> is that what owner saying that's the hybrid we're too poor to break our instruments yet
8: yet, <laughs> yet yet but uh you know we break other stuff like because like i got a ripped shirt it's like ah it's no good now
2: are you gonna like throw your drumsticks out in the audience and stuff if we can
8: when we can afford them yes all
2: right <laughs> what's this coffee stirrer just just take it just yeah take there it. you go there I you go throw- we,
8: we throw free condiments like ketchup and mustard it's like yeah hey, that girl. would actually
1: be pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so, so your next event is this weekend yeah and that's locally here on rayford sawdust at the 19th hole yes and you're you're working on an album Yes. And if people want to follow you, the best place to do it is Facebook. Best place to do it is Facebook and Instagram. Instagram? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, you alls you're basically just going to be touring, playing music, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're
8: playing like, um, we try to do like three gigs a month at most. Wow. Um, Try our best to keep it up, keep up in Houston, make sure we still have that. Because, you know, the reason why people look us up is because they hear our name constantly. So, so that's how, how many songs songs in us. your
2: catalog. like when you play a gig, play like an hour's worth half. normal
8: an hour? gigs are about you know they give you like a forty five minute set mm-hmm. and uh we have about ten original songs at this point. Mm-hmm. um oh, so
2: you're not you're not just cover, you're original.
8: no, we're now we're all original.
2: Oh, actually, we I might we were...
8: throw in a fun Holy cover cow. every now and then, but we're all original. Yeah, you have to warm up the audience. Okay, yeah, yeah, are yeah you you on, like that.
2: iTunes or anything or CD.
8: Uh, work, that, you know, that's what we're all getting on. That's what he's working on. You yeah. well, let's let's yeah. get it
2: going, I know. It's like, I was thinking. Oh, I yeah, because you, you,
1: you're not 12 years old.
2: <laughs> what? I want it now. So. <laughs> it's a gratification. That's, no, that's wonderful, guys. It, well, these, it, with uh, Matthew talking about the uh, influences, I, I'm really interested to in hearing what mm-hmm. you come up with. And just like last week, a good friend of mine, Sam, his uh, his kid is in School of Rock. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the school's um that the actual school t- of rock yeah, uh uh-huh. <laughs> and uh they played actually this all-day gig at the continental club yep. in downtown houston and, you know and so i yeah. schlubbed down there and there was a uh there were some who were you know the six-year-olds okay they were playing like six-year-olds but there yeah. were some that were seriously hardcore and they weren't they, yeah. they were taking chances they weren't just playing it safe they were going yeah. out there with the punk like you guys yeah,
8: yeah, yeah i mean that's exactly what we tried to do with the one thing about us playing gigs at first was they of course the venues are like well you got a twelve year old come into a bar, and of course, you know, understandably. Do what? Not
2: at the time remember. Yeah,
8: oh yeah. When we started, he was ten. He just turned ten.
2: Oh so how long have you guys been going on? We've been
8: going for three years. This is our th- this is our third year. yeah <laughs> Is the Mohawk gonna get taller? <laughs> yes. Well the Mohawk we like like he's he's a little taller for his age, and we also he usually wears a mask to cover his face, and that kind of hides from his age. Okay, because
2: well, we had a listener ask where's the mask? and I was trying to figure what kind out. of mask
8: is it? uh it's changed a bit he used to wear like a like a like a skull ski mask yeah. at first now he wears like a like a motocross like mouthpiece mask it looks pretty nice while he's drumming man, okay gnarly. we gotta we got
2: check that out right and just want you to know when i was your age i had mohawk the same height so this is your future just <laughs> let you know enjoy it while you got it you little great punk. interview here you little punk taking my hair putting it on top of your head like that how much taller <laughs> is it gonna get do you think
1: well that's a good height man well yeah right Depends on how tall ceilings get, you
8: know? I was about
2: to say, because he can... Like well, because you're going to go be hitting the
1: doorframe. So, I don't mean, that's a little too much. Yeah. You know? That's what we'll do. Once he gets the doorframe, it's like, all right, get the buzzer. She yeah. yeah.
8: I
2: was like, like I said earlier, he can now officially go on any ride at Disney World by himself.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, we got the speaking
2: guys, and then people
1: can follow you on Instagram, Facebook. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, there's another thing. Uh, There's
8: a award show going on in Dallas uh, for MXD Magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, were nominated for one of the best younger bands in Houston, in Texas. And we are, right now, we were leading for a long time. We dropped down to number two. Right now we have 603 votes. So where do I go to do this? Uh, you go to MXD Magazine and they have an event on their page. And you can find it on our Facebook. We usually share it pretty constantly. Um, but uh, right now we're leading. Uh, we're second place right now. The voting ends July uh, 17th and we're hoping to get number one we're not behind by
2: much okay so who are the who's the credit band that's number one right now
8: we got release the rain there's some good friends so we have some buddies up there and mm-hmm. uh um so it's fun to be up there with friends that we made in this uh, local houston music scene which is
2: cool but you still want to be number one here Okay. So we will definitely look into that. Yeah, let's get that out there. Spread the word. You got 600 and how many votes? 603. I think we're behind by like 20. Let's get it up to 666 votes and make a statement. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. MXD Magazine. We'll look into that. We'll be sure to put that on our podcast and stuff and get people to vote on that. That's wonderful stuff. Looking forward to hearing from you guys and hearing about you guys and hearing you guys play a lot. This is uh, great. uh, Young talent and good talent, too. Well done. All right. Yeah,
1: so that's American Psychos, guys. This weekend at the 19th hole on Saturday, I believe, right? Yes. So uh, that's a. It's a, is it paid entry? I think it's like $5. $5. $1 and under, I think. 10 oh. 21 and under. It's one of those things. So yeah. it's, a, it's, a cover, it's a cover charge. And you guys are on Instagram and Facebook. Music coming soon. MySpace. We, yeah, Friendster, MySpace. We like <laughs> to
8: <Tinder. go> <laughs> Yeah, The yeah.
3: whole band's
2: on Tinder as <laughs> one group. Yeah, yeah so. one group. But you just see the top of uh, Alexander's Mohawk. You there. just that's see the Mohawk. Say, <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Nicholas and Alexandra. Thanks, man, for being here. Yeah, Appreciate wonderful.
1: It. Can't wait to hear uh, some new stuff coming your way. You are listening to Mornings at Lone Star on IRLoneStar.com and Conrad's FM 104.5, 106.1, broadcasting live from the LSCR studios. And
2: if you want to hear more of American Psychos, they're going to be on Afternoons with Lone Star today. That's right. Break, the yes. TRC, yeah. The Reluctant Cowboy. You guys going to play some songs there?
1: I think now that you said that, I might bring my guitar. Yeah.
2: Bring it. Make him do it. I'll talk to him before and I'll butter them up for you. Yeah.
1: We'll be right back with more Warren's Lone Star.
0: Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast. Create your first YouTube channel and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776.
5: Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information.
0: Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
8: Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand
1: Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stuff podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632.
6: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
2: hello welcome back hey if you missed the last segment you missed a really great segment with some awesome guys Matthew Alexander Nicholas from American Psychos Houston punk rock and roll on Facebook uh, facebookcom com American Psychos uh, on Instagram American underscore psychos underscore official we'll put all the stuff up on our on our, uh, our own page but we've got a gig coming up at 19th hole this weekend great kids uh, very mature. Uh, I like to get them back in the studio. Talk more about, like, growing up and, and uh, their roots. And uh, But tune in this afternoon. I'm going to tune in to uh, Afternoons with the Losing Star and hear them play. Maybe cool. They'll, maybe they'll do a punk cover of this song.
3: Oh, we'll see. SFW we'll
1: Square. See. But they're playing at the 19th hole this weekend. So if you're into punk and you're into rock, check it out. The 19th hole on Saturday for the American Psychos and other bands, too. Mm-hmm. All right. And vote for them. It is uh, 1025 right now, Lone Star Community Radio. Morning's Lone Star. We got till 11 o'clock. Feel free to chime in on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We are here. Stick around. We got some great things coming your way. I guess uh, switching the mood, another <laughs> punk thing that happened was that Justice Kennedy re- retired.
2: Anthony Kennedy at so. the age of 312. Is, uh, I'm, I'm surprised that any—now, now, he is long— time been known as a swing vote yet with the closeness of a lot of the rulings the 5-4 rulings i'm surprised that at this point because his uh, Jan- uh july 30th i think is his actual uh, uh retirement date i do believe today is the last day of the supreme court session where they give rulings. yeah so it's not like he's in the middle of hearing a big case but this has caused a meltdown in some areas a big huzzah in other areas i'm just surprised that he chose this time to retire because there, there are there are so many things being fractured but this is a court that to me seems to be follow- when i say following the law i mean the the decisions they've been making lately have been sticking to law constitutional law saying yes a president has a right of executive power on um immigration no, this is not allowed. Yes, this is, you know, what, what's beyond the law doesn't, shouldn't matter. And if you look, notice, like, uh, Ginsburg's rebuttal was very almost personal, I want to say, with we know this man is, is, says these things, but it's legally, you can't take that into consideration. What someone says during a campaign. So they're not making popular decisions all the way, of course, but they're making the tough ones. So this is going to be a kerfuffle because we had Gorsuch. With the whole, you know, Gorsuch is retiring near the end of the Obama administration, and there was a push to, well, wait for the next president to do it, and that's what happened. So Trump's already had one um, Supreme Court nominee uh, get in. So we've got to talk gander goose. you know, if every time if the Republicans were howling, we got to wait till after the election, then you should equally howl, then we need to wait till after the midterms. or is this something that needs to happen right now? Uh, we have a year, well, almost a year to the next session. Uh, what are your thoughts on the the Kennedy uh, uh, retirement party?
1: I mean, I'm, I I think it's it's kind of it, this is a neat a neat thing to happen in the country, mainly because it's rare for a justice to leave a seat or her seat, and, and especially
2: when there's two in the same administration. Yeah, Because we had Gorsuch, and And there might be a third with uh, Ginsburg. But I
1: think this is something that uh, I think long term people need to prepare for. I think
2: I think right now Ruth Bader Ginsburg is you know going to keep herself alive artificially, (laughs) with by any way, shape, or form, just to make sure she maintains her voice on the court. And I'm not saying it's a bad voice whatsoever. Uh, I'm just saying that her voice, uh, the Supreme Court, for them to give nine zero rulings. Uh, to me, if they did that all the time, I, I would feel something was wrong. It's good to have dissenting opinions oh, yeah. and, and, and harsh debates. Uh, but the Supreme Court is the final say mm-hmm. on so many issues. And so many things are being pushed to the Supreme Court, and I'm maintaining that's a bad battle strategy. Uh, all these district judges are about to get co- totally spanked down because in one, one of the most recent rulings, Justice Thomas said these district courts that are slamming uh, slapping national bans on federal level uh, policies you can't do that it can only be within your within your jurisdiction and if they keep on doing it there we will have to answer this the day after that was that opinion was written that's when the San Diego federal judge put the 30day moratorium on you got to have people back so the second after a Supreme Court justice says don't do this anymore another judge did it and so that in itself is going to make it to the Supreme Court on the powers of a federal judge to the extent of when they put a ban on something or put an injunction on something, can it go national? And it's not going to go turn out in their favor. I'm suggesting to certain people, stop using lower-level judges to try to make a put a Band-Aid on because it's going to go to the Supreme Court, and right now it's not going in your favor that much. So this is interesting. It's almost like the... You know, in the West Wing, uh, again, the TV show, they had uh, a timeline uh, story arc where uh, Edward James almost they're trying to get him in the Supreme Court. They finally do. But then years later, they had an episode where they had two justices needing replacing at the same time. One retires and one dies. And they have to, you know, pull some wheeling and dealing on this one. So this is interesting. It's not often that you have, as you said, a judge... A justice, sorry, not a judge of justice, leaves the bench.
1: Yeah, especially with the history of them, because I mean, you can kind of look at almost every judge and do a biopic, or I mean, they're always going to be doing you know a biography of them or whatever. They do have interesting lives, and I think it's they're also very important to the structure of the United States. So that's why I think it's it's neat to be part of the history-making kind of thing. But outside that, I don't really know too much about you know the courts and who has time to read all their opinions and dissents. Is it called dissents?
2: Uh, yeah, 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 dissenting opinion. Yeah,
1: I mean it's just I don't have time for that, but <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I thought it was really neat to see it happen, and I've only seen it ha- happen a couple times. So
2: I want to try and get Chuck Myers in there. We talked about this the other day. He's a Supreme Court nut, and he's a Supreme Court nut like I'm a you know Star Trek nut. He could actually kind of break this down. I'm going to get him on the phone to see if he wants to come in next week and kind of talk about, summarize what the Supreme Court has done and what it may mean down the line, especially with at least one other justice up for the pickings. (laughs) Brett says, Bruce Bader Ginsburg died in 1997. What we've been seeing is a high-quality Muppet. Uh, Brett, I I thoroughly disagree with you. It is not a high-quality Muppet. It's a very low-quality Muppet that we've been watching. Thank you very much.
1: Well, yeah, I figured you had a lot to say about this guy, and I think the reaction from the public and everything has been very interesting, and uh, we'll see what happens with that.
2: I'm just starting to seeing the meltdowns. We're getting a repeat of Inauguration Night, or not Inauguration Night, Election Night, when a lot of news people were finding out that Trump actually won, and they're just having meltdowns and crying on camera, and I can't believe this, worst day of my life. Goodbye, democracy. Well, here we're two years into it. You know what? We still have a republic. We still have a democracy. We still have, you know, no one's blown us up. We haven't blown anybody else up. We don't have, you know, uh, ba- all these horrible things haven't happened yet. We're already halfway into the presidency, th- this administration. Mm-hmm. And same thing last night. I'm, I'm hearing, oh, goodbye, democracy. You know it Now, you know, Roe v. Wade, everything's going to be just, just totally undone. That's not what the Supreme Court does. They don't say, okay, who now what previous law are we going to undo? They're not that dumb, people. Seriously. Everything needs to stop being an emergency and a, uh, a crisis and a nuclear option knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, I agree with that. We may have some breaking news just... from a listener coming in. I'm going to check it out over the break. Yeah, we're actually uh, going to
1: take a break here on Morning's Lone Star. 1033, IRLoneStar.com, brought to you by... Clean sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. We will be right back.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632.
6: We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
7: Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776.
5: Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas dedicated to the health and well being of the boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from any sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org.
0: Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
2: Welcome back, ten thirty six on the dot in the studios. Good mornings with Lone Star, or Dick and Skippy. You know who we are. Eighty seven degrees outside already. Good lord, it's getting hotter by the moment. So, listener Misty, uh, let us know there's some breaking news. We spent the break kind of looking it up. Uh, so, uh, in Portland, Oregon. There was a protest outside the uh, ICE building, and um, I know the, the, the headline was, Police was right, you're coming to break it up! And <clears throat> doing a lot of, you know, reading and research into this best we can. I think there's a textbook great example on how a protest should be organized, executed, and, I don't know if disbanded is the proper word, but resolved that, um, you know, I know some people will be concentrating on, oh, they're in riot gear. Well, of course, when you're police, you're in riot gear, when you're breaking up, a because you don't know, they don't know who's got the gun, who's got the knife, who's got the bomb, who's got the tear gas, who's got the uh, nerve agents, you know, so of course you're going to wear riot gear going in to break up a protest. Uh, the the protesters, peaceful for the most part. Those who were arrested, those who were arrested, when I, I say, quote, When I say deserve to be arrested, meaning they were doing things worth being arrested for possibly uh, by trying to enter the property illegally. The rest set up a camp outside across the street. Those weren't touched. And even the ICE officers involved said, we're not going after them. We're not touching them. They have the freedom of speech. So there was no law enforcement overreaction. It didn't devolve. It wasn't riot, you know, uh, riot gas and, and, and billy clubs. Uh, so I'll keep tabs on this and hopefully this will maintain but this is how a protest should go on both sides. So that's, that's that thank you for the breaking news. I, we probably wouldn't have caught that otherwise misty so we appreciate it and if uh you know if you think I'm talking poop or if you agree or disagree or whatever let us know keep the comments going we love seeing the comments all day long and uh you know call us nine three six six four seven. 3776 anytime you want to get in on the conversation and there you go that's me I actually
1: have never seen a protest in person
2: have you yeah i lived in england are you kidding me there were riots everywhere really oh yeah was that because that of person? like the ira or what Be- uh no 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 the ira didn't cause riots it was uh the caste society the socialist state uh then that's why i i personally have a severe problem with socialism cuz i lived in england when it was socialist and saw it in action and it's horrible yeah, I mean it was just terrible the 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 every major industry was nationalized and so they'd go on strike and and that's why I remember I was living overseas when Reagan fired all the the air, air traffic controllers and that scared a lot of people in England going oh they can do that and it was almost a turning point with when Maggie Thatcher came in and kind of turned the corner on that every major industry was always on strike uh riots the toxic riots the brixton riots the skinhead movement came in uh anarchy the anarchist movement was huge over there um because of the general unhappiness that came with that particular socialist state so yeah
1: okay i, just don't, I don't know that kind of stuff i'm not i'm not around especially why would you have an ice thing in portland we have to why would you do why would you be there
2: because we have northern borders too.
1: I feel like there's a lot of protesters there. And
2: uh, Oregon is a uh, Oregon is also a, a ocean state. Okay. You know, there's so everything have, should just be in Texas. We have an ocean. <laughs> yeah, right. We have an ocean. We have a border nearby. So yeah, but it's like field okay. office. Okay. Because you also, you know, if people, someone's here illegally, they're not going to necessarily stay in El Paso or Texas or well, or. I wanted to
1: do a follow up story with you. Okay. Uh, I think it was like two weeks ago. We were talking about that man who smelled so bad on the airplane. I'm kind of feeling had, bad they, they about this. they had an emergency land. Yeah, because they said he well, smelled so bad. I want to let you know, he passed away oh, due no. to tissue necrosis. That's is right. Is that right? Pronounce that right?
2: You did. Uh, basically, and I, I got I to gotta take a man culpa on this one, because when I was reading the headline, I was like, dude, take a bath. This is not the case. Apparently, this guy was an actual rock star, foreign rock star. His name was Andre... Suculin, I'm, pres- I'm presuming I'm pronouncing his name, he was on vacation with his wife in the Cayman Islands, got an infection of a flesh-killing infection. And so what the smell was was the necrosis happening. His tissue was actually dying and that was causing the smell. Basically, his body was decomposing while he was still alive. And he tried seeking treatment for it before he got on the flight, and they said, oh, it's just a typical beach infection. They gave him antibiotics. So I was, I've got to be the first one to And you wonder say, why I don't want to travel. Yeah, you know, there's right. Uh, I absolutely agree with you on that one. But I got to, I got to take a man up on that one. Cause I was one of the first ones making fun of this guy. saying, dude, take a bath. And I mean, the odds of it being a flesh killing bacteria were pretty grim, but still I got, I got a, we're going to take a moment to recognize Andre Sukulin and his life. And maybe we'll tune into his music too and find out what kind of music he played. Okay. Yeah. You know, what do you feel about that? the this guy i mean what a way to go you the last thing well, you're known for before you die it sounds like they
1: clearly misdiagnosed him well here's the thing so, the
2: airline because they were following proper protocol, yeah. said it was for a medical situation and th- and they said yeah there was a smell but it was a medical reason and i thought they were just kind of gilding the lily on that or putting lipstick on the pig but no they knew what was going on and and they they respected this man's Well, primacy. do you think he, he refused to care? No, I think he was trying to get back to where he could get care. I mean, care. he didn't die on the airplane. No, 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 so. no. But he before the airplane, he knew something was going wrong, and they just said, oh, it was just a beach infection. Here's some antibiotics. And so he was trying to get back off the Caymans to the mainland, or from Spain, I mean, uh, to somewhere where he could get proper treatment. So I, I feel for this guy, and I feel bad for making fun of his smell, uh, thinking it was just typical B.O., uh, so, Andre, this one's for you. No,
1: oh, it's too bad. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just want to follow up on that story. I figured you would ap- appreciate that because you were such a jerk judging them. And we got Brett commenting about the ICE situation, and he says that uh, these places that are protesting are, are merely administrative locations. Mm-hmm. Which uh Which, you know, it's weird to me. It's, like, it's almost
2: like today's protesting.
1: They kind of missed the mark.
2: Well, a lot of the protests, you've heard me say, I, I call hashtag protests, where they're completely ineffective. Now, Brett pointed out that what was the purpose? They're thousands of miles from anywhere that, you know, would it, uh, uh, well, these guys shut down a nice office for several hours. How many legal residents weren't able to renew their visas because they decided to protest events a thousand miles away by shutting down an administrative office? Here's my answer to that. I, I agree with you, but they got in the news. They are the headline now. That was effective. That's what I'm saying. It was effective. Nonviolence. Now, I don't agree with the protest personally, but I agree to the right to protest as long as it's handled properly. Now, when you have the people linking arms across freeways and keeping ambulances from, from re, you know, doing life-saving procedures, that's wrong. That's not a proper protest. This one was, from what I can gather, highly uh, uh, inconvenient for, for people, and it, it put it to the front of the headlines. That's my when I so when I say a uh, protest properly done, that's what I mean. I hope that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I just like they just missed the mark on this stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I said, Portland feel I feel like Portland's a big protest town. <laughs> so like that. That's well, why Oregon
2: and Washington, these are big liberal towns. So you know, you, you want to stage a protest, a, a, a left leaning protest. I do like it the in idea. Red of protesting
1: states. the Trump towers. That that to me. I like I don't know why I like that idea like I feel like that's almost a tourist attraction in itself.
2: <laughs> but gonna,
1: I'm going to go to New York and go to the Trump Tower to see all the people protesting. Are people still protesting there?
2: Oh, I'm sure of it. Uh, in England outside Greenham Common, which is a US Air Force base in England. Yeah. They had nuclear weapons there. You know, nuclear missiles in Greenham Common. And uh, there were uh, the, all the years I lived in England, there were protesters there. They'd set up camps. They never literally never left. That's it was wonderful. a at least a 5-year protest in England. Whereas they were professional protesters. Okay. And of course I remember my father saying, "Get a job because these people are obviously not working. They are professional protesters."
1: Have you ever protested
2: before ever? Oh yeah.
1: So you you've gone to like a group of people. Mm-hmm. What'd you do for lunch and stuff?
2: <laughs>
1: Cuz like that'd be my concern. Like where do I use the restroom?
2: Yeah, well that that that's the thing. It, it, a protest is supposed to inconvenience everybody. Again,
1: this is why that I the iPad robot should be my replacement for everything. So I could go, I can bring my robot there, and protest. But uh, so, what did you protest for? You didn't.
2: Well, oh god, some stupid stuff. I actually would get beaten every day at school, because I refused to wear black socks with my uniform. I didn't want to conform, so I wore white socks. So I'd go to the headmaster's office, and I'd get eight of the best, eight lashes with a cane, almost every day. So that's uh, your protest. Oh, that was one of them. Okay. Uh, I was
1: talking like you go to a, a central location with other people and you make really great signs and
2: Not in a context you're like You're a baby killer like that. My approach has been more personal. Um I would be the lone person in my town in England to wave an American flag on I July fourth.
1: I just try to avoid being on a list.
2: Oh Lord, I'm on so many watch lists it's not even funny. I can't imagine an alphabet agency out there that doesn't have my dossier. So it's just you know embrace that-
1: it. Well, I mean, I know there's uh, there's some funny videos of, like, riots and things like that, and you have that poor soul who is, like, gets caught in the middle of it where they're coming out from their haircut or, <laughs> you know, they're going to the grocery store, and all of a sudden this riot is like, oh, oh, Yeah, right. Because <laughs> you know someone's there. I think that Portland riot's right by the highway, so you get people who are trying to get on the highway, like, what's all this slowdown for?
2: And, it, and it's an inconvenience, and it's supposed to inconvenience everybody. That's what a protest is that's why I don't like the hashtag protest. Oh, hashtag boat, Bo- not Boca Raton, uh, Boca Harim. Uh, stop human trafficking by by sharing this meme. That, uh, sharing a meme not going to do anything. You know, go yeah, hire some mercenaries to go break up Boca, Harim, Boca Haram and, and get the, the girls back. I told you. That's what I'm like. Why aren't these billionaires doing something like that? Maybe some are. You think so? You never know.
1: Like, why can't we just take over not parts ev- of Africa not- from all the warlords? Okay, I'm
2: gonna get really deep, ready? Not every Tony Stark is an Iron Man. Okay. You see what I did? Yeah. You see what I'm talking about? Does maybe they're behind the scenes? Yeah, maybe.
3: Yeah.
2: Maybe.
1: You know, on other news, I know we're gonna close out the show here. Uh, we're finally finished with the Fox Disney thing. The U.S. Antitrust approved the asset purchase of Fox from Disney. So now it is official. Because a lot of people are like, no, it's not official yet. But now it is official. Mm -hmm. Just the contract needs to be signed.
2: Well, it's all over, but the shouting on that. So
1: I was thinking about this. You know, we talked about earlier this is their way of doing a streaming service. Now, this is another way that gives them more clout in the entertainment industry to do copyright laws. Because I feel like Disney's always trying to work on their copyright strategy because, you know, they extended their copyright, they changed the law Mm -hmm. basically from them. I think this gives them more clout to do it.
2: Absolutely, well, because it falls under the Disney umbrella. I am staggered, staggered that this company is able to to put out a live-action Little Mermaid, even though it's not the Disney Little Mermaid. It's a Hans Christian Andersen tale. I'm staggered that Disney did not try to stop it, going, no, we own the Little Mermaid now, even though they rewrote it for, for them. They changed Pearl to Ariel and changed the ending. But it's like they own... Little Mermaid, they own Beauty and the Beast, they own these uh, properties, Tarzan, that was Ed- Edgar Rice Burroughs for crying out loud. This is the last Disney, most undisney thing you could think of that they could conceivably one day say our Tarzan supersedes the original Ed- well, Edgar really, Rice Burroughs Tarzan. I, mean, I
1: see happening with Disney is their products they're purchasing are not going to be as successful as they hope. Like I feel like Star Wars is going to is it up to up the next movie Star Wars is gonna be very pivotal to that purchase because either they're gonna go even bigger or they're gonna go smaller like with Netflix or something and just continue the brand building.
2: Well, I think the 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 underwhelming performance of solo now because of Christian Bass saying I should watch it, I will watch it, but I do think it underperformed. That stopped them from they're putting a hold on their other projects. Yeah. And waiting to see. And so I think the next big one is going to be uh, number nine, episode nine. And they may decide to shut it out at that point.
1: And just do small projects.
2: Yeah, like really small projects. Yeah. The Skywalker Chronicles.
1: But I can't imagine being the administrator or whatever, doing all the paperwork for this stuff.
2: <laughs> oh, those contracts
1: are... Because they just bought assets. They didn't really buy Fox.
2: Correct. And, and I believe if I heard right. And they bought Fox only certain divisions. Like the news mm-hmm. division is separate. Not under the Disney umbrella because I was kind of I was worried about that. So I'm glad I was set straight on that.
4: You'll
1: get your Fox News. Don't worry. Well, no, it's not. That Which I want gotta Fox watch. News. Have you been watching your two hours
2: for Friday? No, no. Oh, and I'm running out of time. Yeah, I watched 20 minutes of local news last night. So yeah, we gotta watch
1: two hours. I'm gonna do CNN. That's what I'm gonna
2: do. I think I'm gonna do MSNBC.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll try. I'm gonna. Or check. maybe Bloomberg. We're, we're gonna check them out at least.
2: Maybe Breitbart. I don't know. What- do they have 24 hour news? I'm talking about
1: TV. Like, you got to go to the clicker.
2: Yeah. I, I'll have a look. Like, I know those people have there's CNN There's Interna- CNN, CNN International, Headline News, Fox News, MSNBC, uh, Breitbart and Bloomberg. I don't know if they're 24-hour or not. I'll find out.
3: Okay.
1: That's interesting. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on IRLoneStar.com. We're going to close down today's show. Special thanks to the American Psychos for coming out. And tomorrow, we're going to have Blue Epiphany... Blue Epiphany... Vineyard, They're having a 4th of July event, and they're going to talk about that this weekend. So there's more and more weekend stuff. So nothing's boring in Montgomery County, that is for sure. Are they going to
2: bring wine like the cupcake people brought cupcakes?
1: I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I know you're a person who drinks in the morning. so It's
2: it's wine 30 somewhere on the planet.
1: Yeah, true that. We're brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. I also want to let you know the knockout rounds are going to be starting, I think, this weekend or in a couple weekends for the World Cup. That's when I really pay attention to the World Cup.
2: Bye bye Germany.
1: Yeah, that was kind of that was funny. And you know what's weird though, is if you look up the stats, it's not uncommon that the previous winner of the World Cup gets knocked out the following year, the following tournament. I thought Mm -hmm. that was kind of interesting.
2: Well, because every other team has made it their life goal to beat this one team. Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess life goal. I mean. (laughs) <laughs> a little extreme, but
2: we are talking World Cup.
1: Yeah, but no, I thought that was really interesting. That it was not it was not uncommon hmm. for the winning team of the World Cup to go out the next group stage, not like knockout, like the first group stage. So that's that's pretty cool. But uh, so who are you rooting for now? Mexico. Yeah. All right. I mean, you can be a traitor, but I mean, well, I, U.S. I'm isn't in. I'm just kidding. England's out, aren't they? No, they're playing today. Are they? I, I thought they were out. Well, hell, England then. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, hell, and then Japan. Japan's playing today. That's just playing today. Okay, Japan or England, yeah. I'll, so. go, I'll
2: go with my old homes. But all right,
1: guys. Uh, we'll be right back tomorrow morning, <laughs> <laughs> 9, <laughs> 9 o'clock. And again, Blue Epiphany Vineyard is going to be in the studio. That's going to be a lot of fun with those Ring guys. Line. And uh, thanks for tuning in on Facebook and YouTube and all that stuff. Podcasts will be available shortly on iTunes and Google Play. We're brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee and broadcasting live from the Lone Star Community Radio Studios.